You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. To the shutdown, full cast. Yeah, you know you can howl if you want to. That's fine because we're you can do anything you want when you're the internet's only college football podcast. I just left. I am Spencer Hall. (laughs) As always, I am joined this week by uh, just the two, not the three co-hosts, because again, Ryan is out on paternity leave because he just can't stop making just can't stop making children. Staying away for four months just so that we all notice that he had sex. Yes. The the audacity. I respect it. <laughs> the uh to my right is Holly Anderson. Holly, how we doing? I have no complaints at this time. I am sure that the number will rise as the show continues. And from beautiful Kennesaw, Georgia, uh has gone from grizzled to baby faced in the swipe of a razor. Uh, Jason Kirk, how we doing, sir? So now that Ryan is, um, <clears throat> congrats on the sex. Now that Ryan is uh, gone, uh, recovering from having sex, I am now the only one whose location is mentioned um, in, during the intros. Uh, so I think um, maybe we should invent a fourth person who also has a location. But Brian Floyd from from, Brian uh, from Floyd. Washington State. There we go. Yeah, Brian you could- Floyd. How's all the snow? We invented Brian Floyd, to be clear. He is a simulacrum 
uh, a part uh, uh, the result of many many hours of delirium and math. What town are we going to put Brian in? Towns. Uh, Snohomish, because it's fun to say. Snohomish is a good one. Yes, that's a really good one. I like Walla Walla. Walla Walla is also a super. Uh, I like Maltby. Maltby. <laughs> I like Federal Way. Or if, ever in, if you ever have a chance to go to the Malt B Diner, um, they have cinnamon rolls that, hand to God, come in. You know those clamshell containers at the salad bar? Not the quarter-sized ones, the big ones. Uh, they have cinnamon rolls that fit one per thing of those. It's like the size of a hubcap. I like forks. Forks. That's where Twilight takes place. That's where Twilight's go. from. Everything there is um, very blue and green. And mm-hmm. kind of pale, and uh, there is uh, always music playing loudly that makes you sad. That's what I know about Forks. That sounds dope as hell. It's the only movie where I've ever actually seen another human being masturbating in a movie theater. Wait, what? Huh. <laughs> that one? Yeah. Was this a man or a woman? A lady. Wow. Wow. Which part? ma'am. Yeah. Which part I of the movie, remember. to be clear? Of the movie. You know, I don't remember. That's a, you know. Was it the baseball scene? Really, probably. Everybody reacts that. Look, everybody's reaction to Muse is, is specific to their fitness goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really know where to go from that. So I'm just going to jump right in. Um, with the thing that I've most enjoyed from bowl season to this point, this is uh, reporting from Lyndon Blake, uh, an Auburn person. That's a that's a Georgia quarterback. You can't fool me. Blake, Lyndon, Lyndon Blake. Yep, passes the test. Lyndon, you could be quarterback for the University of Georgia. It doesn't look like it's hard. Lyndon uh, tweets this. The Houston coach... Not Dana First Holgerson. All, the Houston coach. <laughs> that coach out west. That coach. Ooh, Rudy Tomjanovich. More more people should use the that coach out west designation <laughs> because it spells T cow. It does. <laughs> yeah. Rudy, you know, the beloved Rudy T. That makes Jim Harbaugh T con. Wow. Yeah, makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, opens his press conference by complaining about how long Auburn's press conference was. Wow. Then follows it up by quote tweeting herself and saying, he also yelled, hurry up, during Brian Harson's conference from outside the door. You know, I didn't actually think I could love him more. <laughs> and every day that ceiling rises. We've, first all, been, time at we've a, all been stuck in a sermon. Yeah, first time at a charismatic <laughs> service for Dana Holgerson, I think. Mm-hmm. How long, <laughs> what, what did Dana have booked? Was Dana was Dana basically like a get me out of Birmingham? Because I've been there with Birmingham. Not that Birmingham's always a hard stay, but from time to time, I'm just done with the place and I'm ready to go. Yeah, everywhere is pretty much the same, but Birmingham can be hard to escape. I think that just the only distinct, particularly trait of Birmingham is that once you're there, you're you're kind of there. Um, but otherwise, it's the same, and it's just as equally as fine as every other town. They're all fine. Yeah. I do think it's uh, important to note that Dana was unable to escape the situation because the one downside, perhaps, of moving the Birmingham Bowl from Legion Field is that there are no longer crumbling holes in the edifices uh, surrounding and the walls surrounding the stadium. So he was unable to tunnel his way to freedom. The building was too new. 
that's he probably he probably had a booster like Tillman probably had the the plane burning fuel on the tarmac so they could get to Biloxi. Mm. That's what I'm guessing. He's like, I gotta get to the tables. This this job thing, you know. I just realized, sorry. I just I just realized that Dana could now, based on his new geography, very feasibly live not in a hotel as he famously did while at Oklahoma State, but. It, on a riverboat, on a paddle boat. Yeah, he could live on a on barge. A Pat, river boats are great because at least in Mississippi, you can still smoke indoors on them. <laughs> just, hey, listen, just give me a barge. That's where I'm going to live. Live in a riverboat. You want a, like a fancy riverboat, Dana? No, no, no. Just any old riverboat will do. Listen, I have a letter of recommendation. At one point during my 20s, uh, my then boyfriend said, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, I want to play cards on a riverboat. And he said, your birthday's in January. And I said, I want to play cards on a riverboat. Mm -hmm. And that is how I wound up in Vicksburg mm -hmm. uh, for my birthday that year. Uh, playing, l let me tell you about the people you meet uh, at a Mississippi casino in the middle of the day in January. <laughs> it was, no, it was one of the better birthdays of my experience. Dana was probably there. Like, even odds. Yeah. Dana was totally there. But yeah, that's, by the way, Houston coach Dana Holgerson, whose team won 17-13 over <laughs> the 6-6 six six Auburn Tigers. Mm. Yeah. And on the final plays of the game, Tank Bigsby got one touch. That's all. That's all. Just wanted to point that out. Look, not to built different this, but if I had command of a person named Tank Bigsby... I might drive it. Mm. Yeah. Just might. Might drive that tank. Uh, Jason, we are now in our increasingly inaccurately named 40 for 40 <laughs> series. I don't think so. 40. I, I think it's, um, I mean, it was going to be 43, right? So we're pretty close to becoming, the, the universe is uh, adopting our point of view. We are becoming more Finally. Are we so, I, honestly? Are I think we, it's going to end up end up us being more correct than we would have been if we had used the official number from the beginning. So sorry about all this. Are um, we still going to put? Are we still going to put one of these together at the last minute? Is what I'm wondering. Will there be a uh, bowl we on this that call? is changed? Sure, after maybe this record. I mean, yeah, fuck it. Who knows? I don't know who's in charge of any of this shit. It might be us. Like we might accidentally that be booking the things. entire. Yeah. Um, so we have, let's call it 13 more bowls to, uh, to preview in this episode and then we will be done. Um, that is roughly the amount still appearing on the schedule, not counting the championship. Um, we will also first do a little, uh, we're, we're going to do a little pre preview for any of these that eventually becomes canceled because surely one of these will not be played. And what you can do, you at home, dear listener, is uh, this is sort of like for, for you old millennials when you had the encyclopedia, and every year they would mail you updates to the encyclopedia. This is what we did before Wikipedia. Um, and you, you pasted in the annotations in the encyclopedia that you already had. So this is what you will do with this MP3 file of this episode at home once one of these games is canceled. You will paste in the following I don't know. Who knows how long this will take? 30 seconds to six minutes. And that will be the preview of the game that was canceled. Ready? Uh, shit. I didn't. Fuck. 
I gotta set the fucking timer. Okay, this is take. This is counting as part of the six minutes. Okay, we are now previewing the bowl that has been canceled after the time this episode was published. Um, this it is episode tragic. is recording. To be clear, this is, it is four fifty p.m. on Tuesday, December twenty eighth, mm-hmm. at Eastern time. Yeah, so uh, the two teams who uh, were supposed to play in this game, um, they had pretty good seasons. You know, not not what they were hoping, but uh, pretty good. Yeah, it, it yeah. was an achievement to be playing in this bowl on this day, sponsored I by mean, this company. You're being you're being charitable, it, and I understand that. But I don't think this is where either of these teams wanted to be. You know, and we a lot of times we say, you know, hey, they wanted to be there. I don't, you know what? I don't know that. Maybe maybe they did, maybe they didn't. You know, I was looking forward to a game that could have been good um, or frankly could have been bad or it might have just been okay. All of these things are, you know, I think all of these things, you know, could have happened. See, I would argue that they are in the ideal position heading into next season, you know, with all this upheaval in the conference because they got in the bowl practices and presumably got to go to SeaWorld. Uh, All of the bowl games include some sort of outing to captive marine life. Uh, And now they don't have to actually beat up their bodies in a full contact game. I think the thing that happened there, too, with the narwhal and the defensive lineman, that's inexcusable. I don't think any water park wants to see that. I don't think any water park needs that to happen. I think the people responsible... I think they should be held accountable. I think you're being judgmental. Um, I think yeah. uh, the the narwhal seemed to enjoy it, and that's all that matters, really. Um, as did the defensive lineman, to be clear. Um, and uh, I I am just glad the players got the uh, complimentary gift pack, which includes hat and um, mm-hmm. football signed by CEO of company and mm-hmm. shopping spree through um, Best Buy. Best, no, Best Buy, the boring part of Best Buy, like the refrigerator <laughs> section of Best Buy, um, and just and the, that's that's the, just a really that's that's a great compensation for them uh, enduring that month of bowl practices that mm, will only the benefit the coach next. Yeah, the mm-hmm. uh, the, the, watch the watch with like the um, gas station company logo on it. Yeah, it's a great watch. To be fair. Because it's, it's the kind uh, that but either team would have gotten had they played this game. Just yeah, like you, uh, shilling for big gas station. Watches. A thing teenagers wear. <laughs> watches watches that watches that just tell time and that's all they do. The teenagers love them. Student athletes just wear them on their own of their own accord. They do. They're responsible people who manage their own time, so they have a built-in time manager. A chron- They are masters of their own schedules. Chrono wizards, all of them. Yep. So, folks, uh, once one of the following bowls is canceled, you just go ahead and clip these just uh, clip that right in there. three-ish minutes of audio, plop it on in, and then your episode is now up to date and complete. We are now previewing the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl between Michigan State and our Pitt Panthers. I'm attending this game. Uh, Are you? Yeah, this will be my one bowl visit of uh, the calendar year. Um, 
So yeah. Is this is this your first pit game? Uh, I think so. Um yeah, I think so. I think so. I think this is my first time seeing my uh, my alma mater in person. That's pretty exciting. I hadn't even thought about that. That is exciting. And you're just going to you're really going to get a treat because you're going to get to watch Heisman finalist and pit great Kenny Pickett Spencer. play Spencer. for Spencer. You're going to get to watch Spencer? No. Spencer. I can't tell if you're doing a bit. So maybe you'll also get to watch on the other side. You, oh, you are doing a bit. Okay, keep going. You'll get to watch Kenneth Walker the third play running back. See, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do this because it's. I, it sounds like we are talking about this as though they are. I, I didn't want it to sound like we are shit talking these guys for sitting out. Not one thing. I am, and if uh, I, I mean, I think it's fair. Each team has um, has 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 agreed to set aside one Kenny, right? Mm-hmm. Seems mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Yeah. That is that, that's a fair. Well, for the contributing to the Kenny Reserve, to the strategic Kenny Reserve. The strategic. <laughs> I the thing I find most amusing about this is a the Kenny people. saved is a Kenny earned. Sorry. Continue. There we yeah. go. Wow. I just enjoy the Peach Bowl having to you know, like going. Cool, we've got, you know, student athletes coming in who are going to give trinkets in exchange for this football game. And then it turns into, like, we've got Kenny Pickett. we got Kenneth Walker. No, you don't, actually. You don't. We've got Pitt and Michigan State, mortal enemies since time's dawn. I I love that the storyline to get fired up about is, like, Pat Narduzzi facing his former team. No one gives a shit. No one cares. Yeah. No, he's not, he's not facing. He's not facing his like friends or enemies. Like he, he just worked there, man. It's like this is it's, it's this like is it's like Star me Wars facing sp- the the uh, the Ruby Tuesdays I worked at for like two months. Like they're, it's they're all about like, revenge. <laughs> it's an analog to pred- it, it's kind of analogous to predicting where a coach will land by saying that they used to live there. There's a lot of places that I used to live that I don't ever want to go back to again. If you're down so to that, Pat that sounds like a, that sounds like we need a peach bowl to settle that then. If you're down to Pat Narduzzi as a central character, your IP is officially depleted. This is the Star Wars spinoff nobody wanted, right? Like, this is we already had the Bad Batch. What's this? Yeah, this, is, this is miles past that. This is this is the this is the Pat Batch. Bad Patch. Bad Pat. The, the bad Pat the the Batch. Bad. Uh, and you know the Pat Botch. The great thing is that with, with either of these players out, I have no idea what this is going to look like. Not it's cool. a mystery. Yeah. An exciting mystery. I think one thing to keep in mind is that Michigan State's defense sucks. So That sucks. It sucks so we bad. Have, we have that going for us. Pit, pit uh, populace. Not pit nation, but pit population. Pit, pit posse. Patrol. The pit, pit, the pit patrol. The, uh, the peach pit... Um, the uh, let's see, the uh, peach cobbler is always one thing that is uh, catered well in the press box. So that will be my main highlight yes. of the day. Well, hey, you know, you know how the you know how the Spartans play when they're cornered outnumbered. That's right, they get slaughtered. That's that's actually. <laughs> but it takes a while, and it's very. But annoying. it takes a long time. <laughs> that's a great. And, but it takes a while. It takes. They're a very thing. chewy. It frustrates Xerxes. <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, that guy, of... that guy's life is a little too cushy. So, can one of our can one of our off season uh, detours just be like a full hour on all the historical evidence? And there's plenty of it for how much the Spartans sucked. 
Yeah. All of their stories are stupid. Like, there's even... A, I saw there was even a book that came out this year from a historian that this is just the point of the entire book. Maybe we can have him on. Yeah, Patrick, I like, think it's Patrick Redford. Patrick yeah, and Redford the, and the whole cover, book. It's, like, very serious, and it's, like, not stolen valor, but it's, like, the shadows of warriors, and I'm like, no, Stolen no. valor is perfect, though. <laughs> just say they sucked like, ass. Like, yeah, like, the worst society in the world got extremely fucking lucky, like, beat Persia on some absolute fucking bullshit. Like, literally a perfect storm. You know what it is? And, it's Auburn <laughs> in the aughts. Squandered all of it bu- building statues Spartans of themselves. Spartans got all that off coupons. <sighs> yeah. Oh, have we, did, we, did we hit the six-minute mark? Uh, well, we baby? don't have to hit six minutes, but yes, it oh, was okay, almost okay. six minutes. We are now moving along to the... SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. What a contrast between sponsor and locale there. I don't even know what SRS <laughs> Distribution is. Um, I, I'm going to guess it's uh, related to sports reference. It's where mine go- my mind goes. SRS Sports Reference has, uh, mm. has one of the best team rating metrics historically. So this bowl this is... Bowl was sponsored by Lube. Well, yeah, can I tell you what I think that was, SRS that was, stands that was for? more memorable and more appropriate to the locale. And these two fan bases also tell you that SRS probably stands for shots, rails, and shots, baby. Yeah. Wisconsin and Arizona State are playing in this game. <laughs> Who is going to have the more awkward photo op with the uh, feather-bedecked Las Vegas dancers, Paul Christ or Herm Edwards? This is the real close contest. Um, I think... Um, Herm. I feel like Her- Herm's been here before, though, right? No, that's I a fair so. point. I feel like at this point, at this point, he'll like find the dancers he knows and be like, "You said you're studying for your MBA. How's that going?" <laughs> Paul Paul's gonna have the complete Midwesterner Las Vegas experience, though. Yeah, jeez, did you see the size of that buffet? It was closed, but they opened it up again. They got shrimp. That's gonna be him. He's gonna he's gonna be so jacked. This is a matchup between uh, the Wisconsin. And the Pac-12 team that most desires to be Wisconsin, um, you, you might, you know, the, the, you might hear that and think, no, that's Utah. No, no, Utah is already the Utah of the Pac-12. <laughs> Utah, Utah plays Utah offense like Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Utah plays offense kind of like Wisconsin, but Utah's like wacky ball Wisconsin, whereas Arizona State is skinny Wisconsin. Arizona State, all they want to do is score nine points. And probably win. That's their entire. They're like it's crazy. Arizona State is the most boring team in college football, but that is the case. And now they are going up against. <laughs> it's like the team that their entire uh, it, it, the university is founded on playing sports boringly. So, come on down to Las Vegas, folks. I think you mean fundamentally sound sports. Mm-hmm. Jason, <laughs> sure do. With your smart out al- with your smart aleck little attitude there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I. Arizona State is the weirdest team because they are the most edging team. Like they're just always uh-huh. so close to something happening, and if you watch them, it's the most frustrating experience because you go, "Oh man, they're about to score." No, they're not. They're not. They're gonna. They're these guys are about to score. No, they're not going to let them score. Like this is a team that is always perpetually on the verge of something climaxing and you never quite get there yeah uh one of the slowest offenses in the country one of the most run prone offenses in the country um never throw it deep yeah 
This the, and uh, yet somehow somehow they end up like scoring in the 30s somehow. And I don't know how, because if you go and look at the first downs, you're like, 13 first downs, 280 yards, 35 points. What? Like I think our, value, our, value shopping on points. And also they're playing in the Pac-12, so it's, it's not hard to score. <laughs> so the numbers, the numbers mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's not all that difficult to score 30 points in the Pac-12, I don't think. <laughs> Just the Pac-12 is the football conference whispering in your ear all the time. All is vanity. So oh, this is when they finally get to play Wisconsin. Now Herm is like, ah, good. Now this looks like football. <laughs> We're only able to score 10 points. That feels a lot better. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paul Christ is like, this game's going to be over in two hours and 40 minutes. I get back to that buffet. They got the hamburgers. They got the hamburger steaks. Those are different. <laughs> you can eat hamburgers. Okay, please, if anybody is listening to this and going to Las Vegas Bowl, please ask Paul Chris in a press conference to elucidate in detail the difference between hamburgers and hamburger steak. I know he has so many opinions about And this. Salisbury steak, that's different too. Yep, I, had I a, want to hear them all. Yeah, I had a 64-ounce Jack of Coke, and I was just sitting there, you know, plowing through the Salisbury's. I ate my wedding steak tips. Yeah. Then I then I went over and played roulette. And yeah, that is your Las Vegas <laughs> Bowl preview. We move ahead to the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Finally, between the Wake true Forest tax Software Bowl. <laughs> yeah, after well, <laughs> I love that Tax well, Act, um the the Rand Paul Bowl sponsor has already had two with one more still to come, but we don't acknowledge that. No, no. The tax Slayer is the tax grift for me, which is an impressive thing, a grift of a grift. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl between Wake Forest and not Texas A&M Rutgers. <laughs> which in, is pretty tagging much tagging in for the, Texas A&M. If you wanted the opposite of A&M, that's a really good candidate. I need to tell you about the experience that I had learning about this game's changes, which was that I uh, I left very late uh, right before Christmas to get home to my parents, much like five hours later than I intended to. And I, I stagger in the door and I've got the dog and I've got my suitcase. And I'm just dragging in and uh, my dad says, uh, Rutgers is going to the to Gator Bowl. And I was like, you're insane um, because this is the uh, every once in a while, like now that our parents have the Internet every once in a while, uh, like I, I have a very dear friend whose parents live down the street from me, who both parents were convinced at one point last week that Nick Saban was retiring. And I, I told them to just, you know, Google Nick Saban retiring 2020, Google Nick Saban retiring 2019. Uh, and since, But not before finding out the source of this, which was they had both somehow and these are Alabama fans. Uh, they had somehow wound up on an Iowa fan site that had reported this as news and Google put it in both of their news feeds. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, this is a very great trick that I hope that Tim Cook was playing on all Alabama fans with iPhones. Uh, <laughs> he can and, target them specifically. But so when, when a parent says, when, when uh, someone of my parents' generation who was not in the business say, says that there is football news, I usually just go, uh-huh. And... So I'm I'm exhausted. I'm half dead, and uh, Dad says Rutgers is in a ball game, and I was like, Yeah, sure they are, Dad. And I go to bed, and I woke up the next morning, and the first thing he said was, No, seriously, Rutgers is in a ball game. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, He's fucking with me, but he doesn't usually hang on to it for like twelve hours. So 
I this is a great story. I thought it was a great story. This is a little, I think little it's yeah. I think the the, the information <laughs> um the, the well, I think the the disinformation that has plagued um I think all of our uh, elder relatives for so long it's it's sort of now it's playing tricks on us when they reveal yeah. news to us that <laughs> we, that it's like the the okay grandma let's get you into bed meme but like no grandma's right yeah Rutgers yeah, is in, in the no cater bowl for, I was in no way prepared for him to be correct <laughs> Sorry, this Dad. Is, this next is thing you ways. know Rutgers is in the gator bowl this is in many ways a marriage of I think two powers that would be that really need to play each other the smallest school in FBS football Wake Forest versus the school that invented football uh, versus the town that has destroyed the concept of football, Jacksonville. This is, hmm. I think it's perfect. I think we've all come, we've all come full circle because who survives in an Armageddon? That's right, the small things, the little things. Wake Forest, the shrew, the canny shrew of the college football world, and the old will probably score set. Yeah, will probably score seventy points on Rutgers and the old things. This is uh, only the third time these Titans have met on the football field. Um, they played in 1997 and 1999. Wake Forest won both of those <laughs> encounters. So that's it. Those those uh, those games happened for for Dude, some reason. This <laughs> is. Do you know what a bad game this is? Twenty years ago. Holy <laughs> Christ! On a bike. Just twenty. <laughs> it's just twenty. <laughs> Spin, maybe 15, spin the fucking maybe wheel 10. and hit any any year in the <laughs> since 1869, and this is a, this is this is literally as good as it gets, right? This is very likely the best possible Rutgers Wake Forest game that has ever been. Like Wake Wake was good in like the late 40s. Rutgers has never been good, so like this is as good as it's ever gonna get. <laughs> this is enjoy like, it, combined folks. history. The combined histories of the of these football programs are basically like five chunks of tin and five gallons of shit. Like even the good <laughs> things you might find in there aren't really that valuable. No. So yeah, I, this I, is the pinnacle. This is the peak. This may be this may be the best moment in Wake Forest history. I know the ACC conference. <laughs> it really might. The ACC title was something, but like even when that happened, it was like nine six over a Chant Gailey Georgia Tech team. That's some ACC shit. I think even ACC champions were like, ah, I don't know about that one. So that year they finished eighteenth, um, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this year, let's see, they'd be eleven and three. Top fifteen. Top yeah, 15 on. Wake Forest, come on. Let's go ahead and call it. Best season in Wake Forest history is on the table if they can only slay their final boss. <laughs> get, Rutgers. Get on it. <laughs> Rutgers. I, and I love how, like, if they'd beaten A&M, it'd be like, shit, should they finish top 10? But now it's like, oh, <laughs> top 15's on the table. <laughs> That's this is, Wake like, this, is, this is like if John Wick ended with facing the henchman he knocks out in the first, like, fight, <laughs> right? Like I'm back and I'm tired. He has to he has to face like dead Bobin this time around. <laughs> but I, I already it's, killed him. <laughs> it's Bobin, but he has a book in his mouth. Instead of Bobin, he's facing Matt Geiger or like Matt Ge- <laughs> Tony Kukoc. <laughs> uh, a kind of paunchy Tony Kukoc, if we're being honest. I'm facing Mark Price. Yeah. <laughs> He's very tall. 
<laughs> he's not very, that very, tall. very, very <laughs> sore. Free throws. That's it. Yeah. It's very so that that is our Gator Bowl preview. Um, up next, we have the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, featuring Washington State and not Miami. Um, as of current scoreboarding, it's Central Michigan. Do I, does that sound correct? Or Carnegie Mellon? I'm not sure. It's a CMU. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Washington State, CMU, Winsipedia. Uh, is this the first edition of the story drive? Okay. This is the first ever Just the first <laughs> time, yeah. CMU game. Uh, and finally, we get to see it, folks. Thank God this is happening. The haters, the haters said it couldn't be done. Yeah, Wazoo has ducked CMU for years and years, but no longer. Uh, this is also sponsored by Tony the Tiger. It's weird. They had to go get a scab. <laughs> Fill a spot. Huh. Odd. Wait, oh, the, the thing is over. The, yeah. The right? strike oh, I'm over. sorry. They're good. The, the strike is They're yeah, good Tony, now. Tony, okay. Tony's for the people now. Tony's for the people. Tony's for the... <laughs> Tony. uh, no, get your paws up. Brought, get your paws up. Tony has been tamed and brought to heel. That's right, motherfucker. Yeah. Get in line. Yeah. Why are all the food bowls so weird? Like, why do we have to have the Papa John's? We don't anymore, but why do we have to have the Papa John's.com bowl and the Tony the Tiger bowl? Why can't we just have the Corn Flakes bowl, Frosted Flakes bowl? Once again, hmm. I'm crying out for a return to simple commodities and local. Yeah, commodities. like, let's. What a, what a, what a, what an easy W to pass up. You can call your product yeah. the Frosted Flakes bowl. That makes yeah. me want to eat Frosted Flakes. I do not want to eat a bowl full of the tiger. No. Depart from me. And, and rhetorically, coming at it from the other direction, what is the specific strategic advantage in, like, like what is the huge difference between placing Tony the tiger, like, as the, at, at the masthead of your bowl and not the cereal that he is known for? What, what is the win there? I don't understand the logic at all. Is it um well it can't Answer be like us. building up his personal brand because like he had to leave Twitter because every time he posted furries flooded his mentions. Wait, is that real? Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. Furries, oh, I was furries begging for yeah, sex. To Tony That's the what... Tiger can't post because furries like Tony the Tiger way too much, and yet Frosted Flakes has chosen Tony the Tiger to represent the Sun Bowl instead of Frosted Flakes themselves. So maybe this is Tony the Tiger's um, only way to be like present in um, the uh, the public space because social media mm -hmm. is not working, right? And the you can't like- safe space cereal bowl. Yeah, safe space Sun Bowl, yeah. You know, college football loves victim blaming, so I guess what I have to ask is this. Uh, Tony the Tiger still showing up nude? It's gonna be a bunch of horny furries driving yeah. down to El guess, Paso. Tony, Tony, guess we'll find on. out. Yeah. Put a shirt on instead of that weird neckerchief, you dick. Yeah, that's not clothing. That mm -hmm. won't get you in the club, mm -hmm. to be clear. I would also, I, I want mean, to start a company called, working fine. <laughs> seems to be called My Large <laughs> Tony Adult. Tony wants to leave the club is what Tony has indicated. Yeah. <laughs> Please let me stop having sex with my fans. <laughs> it's not great. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. <laughs> trying so hard. Um. The, I think this is the one bowl where I want to start a company called My Large Adult so that one day I can buy a sponsorship and this could be called the My Large Adult Sun Bowl. Hmm. Mm hmm. That's good. That's yeah. a long play. That's I'm gonna do it though. Actually it's gonna happen. I mean it's it's a bowl game, so like I guess you could just spin that up in a couple months, but so it doesn't need to be. Oh that yeah, no, would, wouldn't of a take plan. much of my large adult sun coin. I'll just start a crypto concern. <laughs> 
Speaking of large adult <laughs> sons and cryptocurrency. Oh, you know what? It's been a while since I've updated everybody on the financial status of my two young burgeoning barons of sons. Um, if you don't know, we use the acorns.com app here to invest and save. H how can you do that as an average person? I will tell you. You could go ahead, make that line go up, make your money go farther by downloading the Acorns app. That's right, the Acorns app, which has, among other features, including your basic investment accounts and a later account, which helps you save for a retirement, and, again, the skull-shattering green debit card that weighs at least two pounds and is capable of, of being thrown with great effect across a bar if you need to, need to do that. Um, has an early account for kids. And we typically give updates on my children, one of whom is one or both at this point uh, have been embezzling and or adding to the account week to week without my knowledge. And a quick check of the math here right now. Younger son, uh, a couple of these crypto plays must have gone through because he's $54 a head. Hmm. $54 a head, even though I contribute the same amount of money to either account every single week a little bit here a little bit here there but folks it adds up after a while jason what else do the people need to know about acorns.com they will need to know that if you direct your computer to acorns.com slash full cast that you will start off with a five dollar bonus in Holy your acorns shit. thing five ding, ding. of them that's that's more that's infinitely more than you would have if you downloaded this app without going to acorns.com slash fullcast. That's free real estate. It's free real estate. <clears throat> also, your body is a piece of real estate. You, you own uh, a title deed to it. And what do we do when we own a plot of land? What has Monopoly taught us? What have numerous video games taught us? You need to build something on it. You will need raw materials, which you can acquire at homefieldapparel.com to build structures upon the body, the real estate that is your body. Um, they have clothes from a lot of college teams. Maybe one you like. Maybe several you like. Maybe some you hate. They have logos that you probably haven't ever seen before because they're too good. Your school hates good logos so they hide them in secret places and homefield finds them and homefield makes shirts of them and you can buy them by going to that website <laughs> so you have two two websites to direct your computer toward okay this is the second one homefieldapparel.com where offer code fullcast will grant you 20% off your first order your first attempt to build things on the real estate that is yourself i believe college logos better myself that's I true. believe Homefield is going to be doing 15 brand new, uh, big new Saturdays. Good God. For Holy basketball fuck. season. What is a that? Tremend a tremendous number. College of basketball season? College basketball season? Yes. College basketball season. They're going to be doing a slew of new brands, new t-shirts, and the brands that will help you become something that, like the properties Jason talked about, you can charge people for looking at you. That's how good they are. When they look at you, $5. Or if you got a really nice one, you know, maybe 15 Yeah, try that, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. 
Yeah. Use it to but attract <laughs> or repel attention. Please let me sleep. Homefield has a, a whole section of, uh, of animal mascots of various schools. So I would recommend, Mr. Tiger, if you're trying to deter attention from furries, you do not select one of those mascots because then you will only be doubling the effect. But for the rest of you, give it a shot. <laughs> Try the animal mascots. Or is it maybe a decoy? I guess it's worth a shot, uh, Tony. Like, what if Tony, if Tony the Tiger puts on the shirt of a less attractive tiger, is he then disguised? I guess is what I'm saying. Or if he puts on a bulldog, because they're really ugly. Right, right, and sleepy and useless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero like, skills. I'm, like, there's nobody in like um, a cartoon bulldog. I don't know. You know, the very famous cartoon bulldog. Whenever that thing posts, there's nobody like, ooh, sexy bulldog. Oh, Mark Antony. Yeah. <laughs> No, really, that's his name. Yeah. The one in like the the one in the the like nineteen fifty five uh, feed the kitty cartoon. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Cat. Let's get a look that's, at this. That really oh, is that's his name. disgusting! What a disgusting creature! Yeah, this thing can post all at yeah. once. Nobody's bothering Mark Antony. No. Homefieldapparel dot com. <laughs> which brings us to our first playoff semifinal of the year. The <clears throat> Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Yeah, we'll see. Um, number four, Cincinnati versus number one, Alabama. If this game takes place, that will be it. Uh, otherwise, it'll be a race to see which uh, which team quits first, right? That's how it works. Whichever, whichever, whichever team runs out of available players first, the other one automatically advances to the title game. This is the system yeah, it's like we Uno. have. It's uh, like Uno. No, wait, it's like Go Fish. I have an update um, in case you were wondering. I was sort of on the fence and hedging about whether I was, you know, thinking, well, I'm, you know, maybe, maybe since he could pull the upset, but I'm firmly on board now because I'm reading a headline from ESPN.com that says Luke Fickle is up for the challenge of Alabama. Oh, ha, God damn. Mm. He's got this. He's got it. I guess that it. Yeah. That, that answers all my questions. There done. He's He's got it. I know people are going to go, but what about, what about, you know, Alabama also being ready? And I'll be like, it's free real estate. Luke Fickle is ready for Alabama and it's free real estate. It says so right there. They couldn't yeah. put it in they couldn't put it in the paper if he's not ready for Alabama. It, he's ready. And it's like if it was like Luke Fickle ready for challenge of Nick Saban, it's like, well, yeah, he's twice his size. But <laughs> yeah, also, also Luke is, like legit Luke is ready could, for could, an entire state, it sounds like. Yeah. Which is Mostly true because he he can't beat some ass. He's a former like state champion in wrestling, still in really good shape. Probably the actual like, whoa, which coach would you pick in a fight? No, you'd probably pick Luke Fickle. He'd be fine. We've done that episode like three times, and I'm pretty sure Luke is uh, one of the first off the board every time. Mm -hmm. I think. I don't think we. I don't. There's think, a wiriness to him. I don't think we've ever taken the approach though. I think we've always thought. Well, who's the most physically fit and able to handle themselves? I don't think we've ever approached it with, who's got a pistol and will pull it out first? I don't think we've ever used that as That's the criteria. maybe a little too realistic for it is, all of us. It is a little too real. But the answer is is probably somebody, it's probably Brian Kelly. I told you not to leave your garbage cans out again. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I told you not to leave your garbage cans <laughs> out again. You, you're sullying my property. I think my uh, property values. When did he move I to think, Charleston? 
Well, I think in his mind, all Southern accents are Shay the same. I think yeah. he's going to become like a, um, he's going to be one of those guys who wears like a, uh, like a really, really compensating Second Amendment shirt, right? Like, I, I'm a Southerner now. This is how they all dress, right? He's going to wear one that's like, mm-hmm. uh, if 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 there's if there's a fight, I'm running toward it. Follow me. If I'm running away, avenge me. If you know one of that that type of shit. I'm, I'm a, a forklift, forklift operator, operator, and I love and my wife and my gun, and my, I don't care who knows it. Touches my gun, and you can't. Obama. One of those shirts is what Brian Kelly's gonna wear. Mm. I'm a dentist from. Biloxi, and I have a debilitating video poker habit. We got okay. Why are you just reading documentaries? This is this is a reader question. I think this would be a great full cash shirt for us to make in the new year, Uh, and we can make multiples of them. If you were to make a full cash shirt with these, uh, with with our particular antics on it, uh, how would you word it? Please uh, please drop these as Twitter replies, and uh, perhaps we will make a shirt of your idea. That's a good idea. Okay. We've um, done all of the, we've business. done all of this discussion, by the way, and none of us have actually said that Cincinnati's going to win this game. I respect all of us. Uh, what discussion did we do? That <laughs> none. It's not really worth it. Um, so Bama to smoke them. Bama's favored by two touchdowns. Okay. Um, I, I think uh, if you look at that's the, disrespectful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot. That's a that's, <clears> a, that's lot. a lot. <laughs> the uh, the advanced metrics would have it f- have it as fewer. All right, so we're applying a little mm-hmm. bit of a we're scared of Bama tax this year, even though Bama's uh, I think uh, seven and six against the spread. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's 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 good reason that, to believe since you can keep it close. I think. Um, particularly because uh, Bama, their like relative weakness, they're still really good at it. Is like pass defense, right? That's kind of mm-hmm. the one thing they're not awesome at. And since he can throw a bit, so I think there's re- what what I'm pulling for here as a Cincy uh, a Cincy supporter is garbage time touchdowns that make the final score look nice. That's what I want. Yeah, I'm using all my irrational emotion up on the other semifinal. So I don't have a lot left over for this. But as usual, at this point in the year, I just want something interesting and different to happen. Different would be a lot to ask. I want something interesting to happen. Let's get right to that other semifinal. The Capital Hello. One Orange Bowl between number two, Michigan, and number three, Ugly Bulldogs. I'm going to be... I am so in the tank for Michigan on this game that it is not even funny. But also, on the flip side, I am used to being simultaneously bored and disappointed by Georgia. Uh, you could get all of those things in one game. <laughs> and I, I have really enjoyed watching them play this year, particularly N'Kobe Dean, um, who I, I mean, hell, if I had a Ray Guy vote, I would have put N'Kobe. No, I would not. Not the, not the Ray Guy award that belongs to. That belongs to another full cast Albert. But I, I would have voted for N'Kobe Dean for the Boletnikov this year if I could have, just because I bet he'd be great at it. Let's give him the Groza. i put him up for the Ray Guy. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The Groza? Sure, we can do the Groza. <coughs> I'd give him best offensive line if he wants to get the Joe Moore award. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this game's going to rule. The first half is going to be like just like two teams competing to see which of them is the more... Right? That's the sound. Yeah. Like, Six Both three. these teams just... Like, yeah, yeah. It's just going to be like, we're establishing the run. 
Fuck you. We're establishing the run. <laughs> not on my watch. You're not going to establish the run. Guess what? I'm establishing the run. It's going to be, it's, it's just like. One, two, three, establish, no take backs. <laughs> just two guys with the exact same outlook on life and incredible stubbornness. I think, I think stubbornness on Harbaugh's part, right? Um, whereas Kirby, it's more like uh, a laxi- lackadaisical, I don't give a shit, this is what we do to get back on defense, right? So, like, two different approaches <laughs> to, like, the obsession with establishing the run. Um, and, like, Kirby not giving a fuck about offense. Harbaugh's going to read that as, what? That guy's trying to out-establish me? Uh-uh! That doesn't happen. So, this first half is going to rule. It's going to be disgusting. Just disgusting. There might, there might be two passes. They'll both suck. Um, eight yards. I want horrible, horrible, horrible football. There will be a hilariously botched trick play, probably by Michigan. <laughs> Michigan has <laughs> Mi- Michigan Kirby's has, prone to Mich- those, buddy. <laughs> Kirby is prone. Well, that's Kirby. Un- My favorite is Kirby under pressure. Kirby under pressure is the best because <laughs> a lot like a Georgia graduate, he's got one thing that he wears all the time. In this case, it's defense and you know defense and, and running the ball. And uh, in Georgia fans' case, it's uh, a nice polo and some khakis. But if it's something that's for a little freakier where they're like, that's not going to cut it, boy. Oh, man, they get off script badly. Terrified and off script. What, what do I wear then? What do I do? I just I can't stop thinking about the notion of Jim Harbaugh showing like winning this game and then coming down to a Georgia basketball game and sitting courtside and just, you know, needling tom crean and, and and surrounding fans and shoving pizza into his mouth crust first because that's the most <laughs> nutritious part I just, I I just want this i just want this to manifest into the universe that's all i want man i want Let all this of this happen. well we we, we eat pizza this. crust first to get the hard part out of the way <laughs> it, it really is it really oh man oh man i bet he thinks eating pizza point first is lazy and I bet he won't even patronize one of those zero entry pools, like where it Mm-mm. lets the toddlers just kind of walk. He's like, "No, jump." The ladder is for cheaters. Mm-hmm. When Jim Harbaugh eats pizza crust first, <clears throat> is it not just? It's not like biting the side of the crust and biting the other side of the no, crust. It's, no, it's, it's straight up, straight it's up, stretching his mouth Joker wide, <laughs> wrapping it around the entire width. <laughs> of the big part of the triangle and then letting go of his lips so they snap around the crust and then he begins to chew because that's that's how Bo would have done it. Listener, I the, wish you could see the, the gesture that Jason just made to pantomime <laughs> yeah. this action. He eats pizza like the red smile. army launches offensives just, just straight in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but the yeah, I was way. thinking he bites down on one corner and then tears but this is much better. Yep, so that's what's in store for you, Georgia. <clears throat> should have uh, should have thought about it. that before you lost to Alabama. Now you have mm-hmm. to deal with this guy. <laughs> oh, did they lose? To, did they lose to Alabama? Wow. Yeah, they lost pretty bad. Uh, kind of really bad. Hmm. Um, kind of fucked up uh, their whole special thing they had going, where it was like, "Wow, this is uh, this could be their best team ever." And I mean, it still could be because they haven't. You know, it's not like not like the nineteen eighty one was all that great. Just didn't lose. I, that was its only thing. We're in the middle of a bit here, but I again I will want There's to no reiterate. Bit. The nineteen eighty team was pretty bit? bad. If Michigan, relatively. if Michigan, if Michigan wins this game, I'm taking off all of my clothes immediately, and then wherever what? I am, it you could get out. Go find Tony the Tiger. I'm gonna go find Tony the Tiger. 
I think he'll be busy. This is a. I mean, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna literally have his hands full at that point. What, what, what was that song? Show him what you can do. Bring yeah. out the tiger in you. <laughs> the tiger is tired. Dan, the tiger what do we cannot do? accommodate another lover. There was a theme for this in the '80s that sounded weirdly like the GI Joe theme. What What do we it do did. if LSU makes the Sun Bowl and they play Neck? It's gonna be just the fairies are just gonna uh. ascend. <laughs> <laughs> I volunteer, they say. Hey, man, Brian Kelly's going to have to deal with the fallout from that, and that is just fine. I will be the one to suck that tiger's dick. (laughs) I volunteer his tribute. No, I... I volunteer his Tony's tribute. All of us together. Week events. Tony's the Tony's like... tribute circle jerk is a fun, Tony's wholesome... tired. Tony is so tired. God, this is the first bowl week that's going to be the splash zone. Tony's flesh is sore and spent. <laughs> oh God, I don't want to be a bowl game sponsor anymore. So ironically, work. ironically enough, Tony is considering going on strike until conditions improve. <laughs> Tony himself has scabs. <laughs> Which brings us to the Outback Bowl, Penn State versus Arkansas. Oh, oh God! Two, two highly, two highly predictable teams. Um, that every game they play is competent and uh, and even keeled and well managed and sober and serene. And the closing minutes are always just uh, efficient and mature. And only mm-hmm. the most analytical decisions are made. And you know, when there's five minutes to go, you basically know how it's going to play out whenever these two teams are in it. The, everything I've said for the last minute has been a lie. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, Arkansas is going to beat the crap out of them. That's, <laughs> huh. That is my call. Because Penn State, if you've watched them, which is a, a confusing team. Is that fair? Just I think they're uh, they they are they're a team that um for at least the last few years they just look like they get really stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> like they're a high, ang- like a very high worried. anxiety pet. <laughs> they are they're very worried about football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They yeah, don't they, they, they don't appear to be having a very good time. They you know, really play football like cats. <laughs> they Wow. <laughs> Run away! We leave the game. We flee. Sits there bathing themselves contentedly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the clock is moving. <laughs> you have to do something. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Nap. I'm on my break. Sunbeam. <laughs> like if you could stretching. Like time to get moving. After... Time to get moving. Frantic. <laughs> I, see, I see ghosts. <laughs> run, 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 run. Eat, 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 eat. Nap, 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 nap. Stares at wall. I think that's a pretty good encapsulation. Stares at wall. Season. Staring Stares at, at wall. wall. Seeing, seeing ghosts. Just head, head <laughs> flopping around. <laughs> what, 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 was is, what was that? What was that? They started 5-0, and oh, and then this is what happened to their season. 23-20 loss to Iowa. Everybody's played that game. That's fine. Sure. 2018 OT loss, double OT loss to Illinois. You're leaving out some OTs, but yes. Am I leaving? Was it four? What? This is like the million OT game. Oh, is this the million? Yeah, the new one. Okay, Wasn't yeah. It? So, uh, yeah, this yeah, yeah, was, this is the one. Yeah, this was the, the nine OT game. I'm sorry. I only missed it by seven. Accuracy, the full cast hallmark. The 9 OT game versus Illinois. The 2018 9 OT game. 
And then after that, they're just kind of broken and all over the place. They lose 33-24 to Ohio State when we all thought Ohio State was like leagues above everybody else. They win against Maryland. You know what that means. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, they lose 21-17 to Michigan, which is, in hindsight, pretty, you know, that's a respectable loss. Then they beat Rutgers 28-0. That's bowl team Rutgers, by the way. Gator bowl and then. And then they lose 30-27 by Michigan State. I think your read as them as just being anxious is the most accurate one because the margins on these games are not huge. <laughs> like they really if they just if they had just not stared at the wall or not gotten distracted by a toy or not skedaddled out of the room when they heard a weird noise they didn't like, <laughs> they could have done much better than seven and five. Yeah. The the Illinois game in particular. <clears throat> that's one where like I, they're so close have you to done anything doing all anything. day there like there there is a, a mouse running around on the kitchen floor three feet in front of you and you are looking at it you're looking at it you're a cat all you're here to do is to kill that mouse that's all i ask of you and you're just looking at it Meow. it's illinois <laughs> kill the mouse <laughs> You're, you're licking your stupid hand, <laughs> wiping your head that's already clean because you haven't moved for two days. <laughs> Penn State offense. Nitty kitties. So, they're so close to just being a good, like a perfect pet. They're so close. <laughs> yeah, and they're Penn never going to get there. <laughs> Penn State's so close to being awesome, but <laughs> they're just never awesome. I. This conversation has given me more affection for Penn State than I think I, I maybe know. ever had. <laughs> I mean, I they're really I've, fun. I've come completely around. <laughs> like, I look back on Penn State-Auburn as like, man, what a treat that was. I wish that had been the title game. <laughs> Just like the two, most, the two most stressed out teams of all. And the two fan bases that are just like every, every week, they're just like gearing up for dumb shit, right? Because like it's not the fans that feel the anxiety. It's the actual football product. The fans are like, oh, this is going to suck really bad. The fans are the ones who are like, we have to see if we can train this cat. You can't fucking train a cat. <laughs> Arkansas, meanwhile, truly pig-like, in that they they went win, 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 then loss, 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 then win, 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 then loss, win. <laughs> they they only went in streaks. <laughs> they all... and, yeah, looking at their win expectancy, uh, it's it's there is another team we talked about this for, but like it. it 100, 100, 195, 0, 24, 1, 100. <laughs> like, they very much are like no lies with Arkansas. It's either they're on or they ain't got nothing. <laughs> their whole, sched their whole schedules. They're being very, they don't waste your time. Their right? whole schedules just rocks for jocks and math 101. Then it's like quantum <laughs> mechanics. <F>. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the Arkansas takes quantum mechanics noise. <laughs> Uh, so uh here we go folks if you if that was a little too chaotic for you let's let's bring it down okay let's chill out mm -hmm. let's bring it down um, it's time to find our quiet place it's time for a, a three hours of absolutely nothing happening okay the verbo citrus bowl between iowa and kentucky nothing will happen you know, you know, on CBS Sunday Morning when they go, let's enjoy the sounds of nature. Here's from Grand <laughs> yeah, Teton. There, there's a, a YouTube ad the that's like, 
<laughs> YouTube TV does these ads that are like, yeah. Here's, here's I really a love those, and I wish that was snow. a channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish that YouTube thing was a channel, like the YouTube vlog. Like, if or I could it's... put this on during the day and just, like, listen to stream water. Yeah. yeah. There's also the, um, what is the show where, like, uh, uh, I think it's, it's, it's Smithsonian TV or something like that. It's just, like, drones flying around America. Yeah. Oh, Flyover. Flyover yeah. Country. Or is something. that one? Yeah. My, there's one that is there's one that is a shared obsession of both my mother and Spencer's younger son. Yeah. For some reason. Speaking they, of flyover country, Iowa's in this game. Uh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Iowa. Kirk Ferentz. Uh, no, I was I was I was not. No, no, no. I, I just I just know. I'll, I'll call it. No, 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 no. Kirk I, I was I was Kirk Ferentz's Iowa, last game. To... I'll just say it. it's Kirk Ferentz's last. Wow. Game. Wow. I'll just say it. Because it's going to be three zero, and he's like, it's perfect. I'm done. Perfect. Can never do better than that. And Caesar wept. Yep. And also, my son had <laughs> sex and beat me up. So now <laughs> I can hand the program off to him. Congratulations that to. That wasn't the worst part of that last show. Yeah, no. <laughs> Congratulations to Brian, Brian Ferentz having a, a having, wonderful time in Orlando. Having <laughs> his Bucky moment. <laughs> Coming of age of Brian Ferentz. Times and shot his shot, so to speak. Beat, beating up his dad. He's like, Dad, I boned. Now this is my team with a person this time i th both of these teams are just gonna take turns being like you throw me the ball no no you you, you throw me the ball. <laughs> there might be a lot of scoring now that you mention it yeah <laughs> just constant pick sixes and the football's appearing like possessions beginning on their five like all day long <laughs> the diff the great difference in this game is will levis <laughs> because i could see a game where will levis runs a lot and doesn't make too many turnovers and is the difference for Kentucky. And I could see another game where he does that thing where he throws four picks to Iowa defenders <laughs> who are doing nothing but standing there. Like that is the, the Iowa defensive <laughs> scheme is to stand there while everybody on the defensive line chases the quarterback. And then maybe you get the ball. Maybe something good happens, you know? The one thing you want, by the way, go look at quarterback ratings in Iowa wins. You want that below 100. You want the QBR to be well below 100 because uh, the lower the QBR is for Iowa, the higher their win percentage is. Yeah. And, and I think um, what you're looking for is uh, that perfect brand of Iowa football where just interceptions keep happening. Like, that, that's yeah. the weird thing about their games that, like... It's not sustainable, but sometimes it is. <laughs> the, yeah. That and thing Iowa does where it's like, I know this is bullshit, but it, two out of three games, they're really good at making bullshit real. One out of every three, it's clear that bullshit isn't real, but most of the time, the bullshit they do works. That's Iowa football. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah, Kentucky, it's every game is bullshit, um, and it also usually works these days. This year it's been wild because there have been games where they just decide that players have switched positions without changing the titles. So there'll be a game where Will Levis has like 120 yards rushing. And they're like, yeah, he had 30 carries. <laughs> and he, had, he, was, he was our bell cow today. And then the next game it's Will Levis threw 30 times and ran for five yards. Look, cows can go a lot of different directions. I, I like mean, that I think um, Kentucky – is the football program that is adopting positionless basketball, right? And that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. They are. They're like, yeah, sorry. Tonight you got to play center. I know you're 5'2". It's, it's just got to happen. Go go dominate that paint, son. You got this.
Um, it'll be fun if you are of a if your tastes are very singular. I think this is definitely. <laughs> other, otherwise, just put it on. You can vibe out. Maybe put on a little Aaron Copeland behind it. Wild America, Iowa versus Kentucky. Which brings us to the uh, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Sure. Um, <clears throat> Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. This one's had a lot of sponsors that really veer all over the place in terms of recognition. But, okay, PlayStation. Notre Dame versus, Notre Dame versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. <laughs> Notre Dame uh, with a novelty, a coach that everyone seems to like. <laughs> versus Mike Gundy. <laughs> versus Mike Gundy. We almost said Brian Kelly versus Mike Gundy. Oh, God. <laughs> now that there's at least one sympathetic character in the entire uh, in this entire story um we have a game where i don't really know how notre dame plays going forward but oklahoma state um they're they're pretty fucking chaotic so <laughs> notre, notre dame is always kind of like uh good with like you know air quotes around it Oklahoma State is always kind of like, what the fuck are they doing? What's happening, right? <laughs> like, like, you look at their results from the year, there's, there's barely a single one that makes sense. Barely beat Missouri State, right? Barely beat Tulsa. Barely beat Boise State. Not, and not a particularly great Boise State. And, and yet, here they are in the Fiesta Bowl. So. Yeah, S- Spencer Sanders is, is one of the most chaotic quarterbacks in college football. If you watch the way he plays, it is... Man, it is something, because he's another one of those guys where you go, "Hey, he threw for three hundred and forty-four yards in that game." Next game, I he threw for eighty-two. Sure, like I, it's like he forgets how to pass week to week, and then remembers, and then forgets. He's a young, is he a young quarterback? No, he's a junior. He's had plenty of experience at this point. If this is for anyone familiar with the Bo Nix experience. This is what it is. This is what you will get. Does he run the ball? Kind, kinda, sorta. Like he's consistently okay at it. That may be the best way to describe him. Spencer Sanders uh, consistently. He runs, pretty, he runs pretty well. Let's give him that. Pretty well, no, pretty well. Like he's a five hundred yard rusher. He's not an eight hundred yard rusher. Not a thousand yard rusher. He's definitely a five hundred yard rusher. I'm going with pretty well. Um, yeah. Let's move along. This game will be fine. Um, next up, we have the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X. <clears throat> Ohio wait, State. waiting for this one. Ohio State bringing like 10,000 fans because they don't give a shit about the Rose Bowl. Um, against Utah. Thrilled to be here. Everyone is very happy and excited for Utah, which has a chance to win the Rose Bowl, uh, beating Ohio State, who doesn't give a shit about this kind of thing. Yeah, you know, Rose Bowl is just another game for us. Just another game. Absolutely no reason for us to downplay this going into it. Nope. Nothing. We're full strength. It's fine. We're good. Are they? Are they? Uh, they're, they're definitely not. No. They've, um, had, they've, had, they've, had, many, they've had many players decide <laughs> to pursue their professional interests rather than play in this game. 
Um, and that part's fine. I'm mainly just making fun of yeah. the fans for not really giving a shit about the Rose Bowl. But yeah. it's, it's fine I, if you don't give a shit. I'm just allowed I, to make fun I, I'm of I'm making fun of Ohio State for the, for the skull hammering they're about to take <laughs> at the hands <laughs> of our beloved Utes, whose ball, even whose ball carriers run like they're blocking. What are you doing on this play? <laughs> blocking. blocking. What are you? Myself. The quarterback. <laughs> the, the Utah plays football like magnetic football, right? Like the, the, old, the old board where you put your little mans up and you line them up and then you just and they just ramp rumble wherever they're gonna go and you have to like point at the one that has the ball. What would you do? You'd like you'd like, you'd like put a little a little a little uh, thing in that guy's arm. That's the only distinction. But yeah, they're just gonna slam into folks and one of them happens to have the ball. That's Utah football. Yeah, and if if you watch. Uh, it is the most impressive, least impressive offense I've ever seen. <laughs> Where you go, oh, none of this is pretty at all, but goddamn, it is flattening shit four or five yards at a time. Yeah, it, consistently. It, 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 <laughs> here's the entire goal of the offense is like six yards. Right, like they say, you draw up, every play. You draw up the the just imagine the line goes all the way to the end zone. We're not going to draw it, but the goal of every play is that Utah's like, no, the line goes six yards. That's how many we want, because then guess what we get to do? We get to snap the ball again, and we get to run into you again. That's yeah. Utah football. Even their passing plays are run plays, and I don't mean screens. I mean, for some reason, they just end up looking like run plays. Like, the receiver catches it three yards off, and then he's like, thank God, back to being a running back again. <laughs> Time to block for myself. I love the uh, profile of their um, their passes. In percentage of passes, basically screens, they're 114th in the country at throwing screens. Basically never do it. In terms of throwing 20 yards down the field, they're 112th. They don't really do that either. Every single play, they're throwing it about 10 yards. Because the goal on every play is 10 to get, yards. To get, to get a first down, and that is all. This is your grandma who takes out $20 every time she goes to Publix. You know why? I just need 20 <laughs> Yeah, it. Utah is the most prepay-for-gasoline team in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much is in that tank? Yep, yep, yep. Need $8. $8 worth of gas. It's going to top me back up. Been it's doing like, this for years. It's like, wow, you must have a tiny gas tank. Nope. <laughs> it's just not full, so I'd rather it be full. You never know when you might have to drive 500 miles. I love this team so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ohio State might win by 30 and still have a horrible time. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, they might they might lose by thirty, and the and honestly, the numbers could still look a lot the same, right? You're like, Utah had three hundred and fifty yards offense exactly. They had two hundred yards rushing and hundred and fifty yards passing. Turnovers and TDs, who knows where that's going to land? But you know what? That number, if Cam Rising's playing, it's going to be around there, right? Perfect Utah quarterback. He's going to throw for like around two thousand yards when he runs. You're going to go, hey, that's a tight end. Why did they put a tight end at quarterback? Fuck you, that's why. Fuck you, that's why. Uh, Cameron Rising running for, of course, seven yards a carry this year because that is the number of yards <laughs> that they would like. <laughs> you were joking. It's around 6.46. Six, <laughs> Listen to their yards, per, their yards per carry. Uh, 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 everyone who carries the ball, 5.6, 6.9, 5.9, 7.6, 8.7, 7.4. They even build in, you know, like a down for throwing an incompletion. Just to be tasteful. 
just in case it happens. Yeah. I well, adore this team. I hope <laughs> I know. I hope they beat Ohio State by 30 cuz the way they do it will be side splitting. <laughs> I would take it. I know that they did this in order to go like not risk their ACLs and and you know potential payouts in the NFL. But if you are an NFL prospect and I've already made that decision, you're like, "Oh, who are we play?" And they're like, "Utah." And I'm like, "No, that cornerback's <laughs> just going to that." Yeah, no. <laughs> what are they going to do? I'm going to have a fullback coming at me at wide receiver blocking on the edge. No. 11 no. fullbacks every play. <laughs> I think here is my I think here is how I evaluate opt-outs. Um I uh, uh, affirm and support all the Ohio State players who have chosen to um, not play this game for any fucking reason. However, yeah. I blame Ryan Day 100% if he loses because you 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 make the big money, you figure it out. Right? Like if 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 oh, he yeah. loses, I think he should be fired. That's what I think. Uh that goes for any any coach who loses a bowl game. Just fire him, right? Let's do that. Um Allstate Sugar Bowl time. Ole Miss versus Baylor. That sounds normal. <laughs> sounds really, really <laughs> It's always a bad thing when like Baylor is the steady consistent team. Yeah, Baylor if you watch this Baylor team, it really is like this Baylor team feels very managed because they they're not super <laughs> spectacular at anything. It's just that, you know, they have definitely they're definitely a fill out the paperwork team. You know, we won't make mistakes. We will turn in our forms on time. Everything will be clean. You know. Meanwhile, Ole Miss. <laughs> a surprise the surprisingly tidy Ole Miss. Yeah. Team. Yeah. Yeah, they're like um, non-chaotic by Ole Miss standards. Let's give them that. Yeah, no, I think that's completely fair. Just to say a consistent, productive, responsible. Matt Corral was 20-4 and four on TDs and interceptions. He only had four picks. If you ask me how many, like, Matt Corral used to throw four picks in a game and a half. Right? He threw just six. To, just to wake himself up. Just to feel just alive. To feel, just to feel anything. <laughs> Matt Corral would do that. This year, he's wearing collared shirts. He's going to the Bible study. Uh, he's eating fiber. Look at that. 20 and 4. A responsible citizen of the quarterbacking world is Matt Corral. And if that's the dude that they've got going up against Baylor, I like it. Sorry. I don't think that's one of those, like, well, you know, Dave Aranda's complex defense is going to confuse him. It's a different dude. Yeah, um, we get uh, one more outing from Ole Miss's defense, and I think that's the source of excitement in this game. Um, really, really fucking bad run defense. Pass defense, I think, better than most people assume. Their defense on the whole isn't bad. It's just they they don't care to stop the run, and they're bad at it, I think is how I would describe <laughs> their situation there. They, uh, they are, if you look at them, by the way, Teams that are not exceedingly similar. Baylor is a is a <clears throat> defensive team, a defense first team, and but in terms of like the run game, pretty even. This is this might actually be a good football game, an unironically yeah, the, good football game. <laughs> the more we look at this, I'm like, I'm pretty uh, pretty interested in the Sugar Bowl. Like, what? Oh, oh no, I'm sincerely interested in <laughs> the Sugar Bowl. <clears throat> Like, like, I, I guess it's been a long time since there's been a sugar bowl that it's like, oh, oh, cool, you know. Um, 
I'm trying to think of the last one. I mean, so they they can they can be uninteresting disasters. That has happened in recent years, just because of the fickle way these things have been lined up. But like, you can get you can get some super ugly ass games here, right? Because you can get an Ohio State Clemson. That's fine. You can get uh you know kind of Georgia Baylor, Texas Georgia. This is the by the way the hilarious Texas Georgia game where not only did Bevo attack uh Uga, but where Sam. If you remember, uh, we're back. Yeah, we're, yeah, Texas became back. Yeah, we're back. Coach got Which, fired two uh, years later. Next season. <laughs> Texas Thank you, Sam Ellinger. was back. Let's put it that way. They were. And then, then they weren't. Right. Last time Ole Miss was in this game, by the way, uh, was a 48-20 win over Oklahoma State. So, looking to make it two in a row here, baby. And it is time for the final bowl game, I think. This is the year where I don't Probably. know if we can be too confident about that. Yeah, yeah. odds mm-hmm. are good it'll be the final bowl game. Um, one <gasps> might move, one might spring up. Um, so you're saying we saved the biggest for last, huh? We, we saved did. the... Likeliest to be last for last. Yeah. Um, In the spot that traditionally, as much as anything can be traditionally when it concerns bowl season, has gone to like some weird ass shit in Birmingham or whatever uh, between some MAC team and Sunbelt team, Um, we have LSU and Kansas State in the Texas Bowl. Uh, It's the 37th Bowl sponsored by Tax Act, whatever that is. And yeah, this is our uh, this is the opener for the national title game. This is the uh, this is the one that concludes bowl season at large. <laughs> sure. Why? I don't. I don't know. This Texas. is also. <laughs> I think it's also the only. Uh, make sure I have this right. Yeah, it's the only bowl after New Year's Day. Is this bullshit on a Tuesday? Kansas State LSU. The people <laughs> the people have been hollering for it. They've been thirsting. For Kansas State LSU. They're like, who are two fan bases we want to see together? And you're like, a um, bunch of bunch of farmers who worship Bill Snyder and guys who've made millions selling aluminum siding versus the LSU Tigers fan base. Definitely gonna have some stuff to talk about. Sure. Those, this sure. uh this will be the first time they have played since uh, Georgia's most recent national title, um, LSU and K-State, played in 1980. How'd that go? Uh, LSU won 21 nothing that year. This yeah, was, I was going to uh, say, probably very poorly. This is pre-Bill <laughs> Snyder, Which is a Kansas good State. result for pre-Bill Snyder, K-State. Like, the game was completed. They they attended. Good. That's That's fine. They made um, it there with their shoes, <laughs> I presume. Well, they weren't in negative. They weren't in negative points. A yeah. thing which might have happened, for all I know, yeah. in prehistoric Kansas State. Does any anyone is is LSU the most? I don't care what they do in bowl season team and like in uh, the entire <laughs> slate. Like no meaning can be derived from this at all, right? Like this is like all bowl games are kind are, are kind of bullshit. But like this is one where it's like. 
LSU could win by 50 or lose by 50, and that teaches no one nothing at all. <laughs> no, because, no, you know, Kansas State is going to say, well, we're just, you know, continuing to build, continuing, you know, this has nothing to do. We got some our guys some playing time, and this has nothing to do with the overall trajectory of our program. And if LSU does anything, it has even less meaning than that. Right? What does that say about what does that say about our program? Could be good, could be bad. This is all object lessons, by the way. Everybody should be like LSU about bowl season. Because there's, you know, like two or three games that actually matter. And then everyone else, buddy, you are just you're just sidling up like Paul Chris to the roulette wheel, just letting it slide. My suggestion, be like him. Get a 64-ounce Jack and Coke. Make sure you eat all Jesus. four varieties. <laughs> Chugging Jack. Just show. Get you a big gulp full of Jack. That's a good time. Just That's saddle up. That's a great time. That's a tremendous time. <laughs> Went to Las Vegas. Got all four kinds of hamburger they had there. So uh, there put I my, was. Put my ball on the roulette wheel. Eating some steak. Not my dip. balls. You know, you I can't had, do that. I had the fucking garden hose of Jack, uh, and I was sipping from it uh, <laughs> <laughs> after playing See, in the yard. You know, if you said that, if you're like, if you're like, you know, the garden hose of Jack, someone in the Wisconsin fan base would be like, well, no, it's a good deal. You should do that. <laughs> it's only $120, but they let you it's have it. It's a good it, way know, to do it. You, you put the spray nozzle on there. You can adjust yeah. it. Hey, you know what? They they ain't watching for shit. You can let anyone drink out of that thing. You know, you get two or three of your buddies. <laughs> it's, that hose the cow, of jack. The cows love it. I take what I, that's what I do. I take it, take it out. <laughs> then you get the, the when you milk the cows, you get your jack back. That's I went I to that. I went to you know the MGM Grand. They uh got a you know just took that over there the lion exhibit. I got those fucking cats blasted off that thing. <laughs> they loved it. They fucking hammered. So me and Tony the Tiger were hanging out in El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, magnetic, that guy. He's up to his eyes in it.